considerably longer to heal in purgatory than on earth. It was also eerily dark. If not for the greenish-blue glow emanating from cracks in the stone, even those with the best night vision wouldn't have been able to see anything. Then again, it didn't seem to bother the guardians who lorded over their prisoners. They moved around just fine. Clink, clink, clink. The sound of pickaxes droned on in an annoyingly familiar rhythm. I suspected I'd hear them in my head long after I left this place. I blew a strand of my auburn hair from my cheek where it had come loose from its braid and continued chipping away at the blue-gray stone in front of me. This section of the tunnel and I had become well acquainted since the archangel Remiel dropped me off here two and a half months ago. In that time, I'd managed to extract about five pounds of ore. The older and stronger supernaturals working alongside me gathered much higher amounts, not that it really mattered. A cavern several levels above us had at least a dozen piles of it wasting away. The guardians had long since gotten enough to make all the chains and weapons they needed. They just wanted us to continue adding to the heap. I rubbed at my aching lower back. Even an immortal body couldn't handle fourteen hours of crouching in mines every day without getting sore. By the end of my shift, my spine always became so bowed out of shape that I could hardly stand up straight without a lot of effort and pain. If I never saw an underground tunnel again, it wouldn't be long enough. The clinking of the axes slowed, and whispers rose among the other prisoners. I took a surreptitious gaze around to find our guards had wandered down the tunnel out of earshot. It happened so rarely, I had to seize the opportunity while it lasted. Eli! I called softly to the dark-skinned Nephilim, hunched ten feet away, He turned his head toward me. What? Eli wore the same basic uniform as me. Buckskin trousers, a matching sleeveless top, and leather boots. We hadn't gotten utilitarian clothing when we first arrived in Purgatory. They'd given us long robes that chafed at our skin and no footwear. It made it difficult to navigate the treacherous tunnels. After a few days, I'd had enough and went on strike. No one else joined me at first. I was a censor and the rest of the prisoners were Nephilim. Our races were eternal enemies, but I was trying to change that. I'd mated with a Nephilim, Lucas, and he'd made me immortal. Most of the supernatural worlds knew about us and how we'd found common ground. Some of them had grown to accept me, mostly in Alaska where we lived, but we had a long way to go before our races got along entirely. The majority of the censors and soups still didn't trust each other, For three days, my prison mates watched me get whipped every morning because I refused to leave my cell for work in the mines. On the fourth day, Eli was the first to join me. We'd met a couple of times before, and he'd seemed more open than most. Eventually, all twelve Nephilim participated in my little strike. It wasn't just the poor clothing choices I'd protested, but also the awful gruel they fed us every day. The lack of oxygen and stronger gravity of purgatory drained us too much already. Poor nutrition made things worse. Immortals might not be able to die, but they could become severely weakened if their basic needs weren't met. We needed humane treatment if we were going to have the energy to work. The rest of my companions were centuries or even thousands of years old. They'd lived during times when the weaker always submitted to the stronger. It didn't occur to them to demand more for themselves— I was a modern woman and military veteran who believed in standing up for my rights. 
The ancient guardians running purgatory had no idea how to handle me, but I had experience dealing with their kind before. In fact, I'd helped rehabilitate one of the worst among them. I just had to suffer through their punishments for a while before I got my way. Though it wasn't easy, they nearly broke me more than once. How did you call on an archangel without a summoning stone? I asked Eli. There was a bit of Denzel Washington's features in him that always struck me, especially in the eyes and chin. He frowned at me. Why? He was constantly telling me to keep my head down and stay out of trouble. Not that I did. And more often than not, he got caught up in my battles with the Guardians. It wasn't like I forced him to do my bidding. Eli just had a need to help people no matter what it cost. We had that in common, which was why we were both stuck here. Because I need to know. Working in the mines gave you a lot of time to plot. My estimate.